Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to a new edition, a KG Fifth World Wildcat and Doc podcast short. That's what we're going to call it. We're going to give you our, our thoughts on a big, big event that happened in H-Town in the NBA it landscape. It better work. It better work. That's all. And that voice you heard it booming right there, it's, listeners, you know who that is. That's the Wildcat. We're, we're going to talk about and give our thoughts on the Houston Rockets acquiring nine-time All-Star Chris Paul from the Los Angeles Clippers. Well, who wants, who wants you, it first? All right. So I'm going to put this. I'm going to make this short and quick, and then we'll move. And then we'll move on to the topic of the day. Uh, apparently, U uh, of H baseball is making a move and trying to get to the promised land. They hired a, a former assistant head, uh, uh, former head coach of the uh, Central Florida. His name is Terry Rooney, and he was formerly he spent last season as a associate assistant head coach of Alabama. Uh, he will be uh, he is added on to the uh, baseball team's uh, uh, coaching staff. He'll be in charge of pitching, and he has a good group to start with, uh, especially with uh, Trey Cumbie being named uh, pitcher of the year and first uh, first team All American. With that, we're going to head to the topic of the day. Fellas, what the hell happened today? Was the money spent or was it just or was it spent wisely? Or, let me ask you a question. Was it spent wisely or was it just spent? What the hell happened? Let me, let me give the uh, official opening paragraph from the Rockets press release. Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey announced today that the team has acquired guard Chris Paul from the Los Angeles Clippers in exchange for guard Patrick Beverly forward Sam Decker, forward Montrez Harrell, guard Darian, Darren Hilliard from the Pistons, guard DeAndre Liggins from the Mavs, guard Lou Williams, forward Kyle Wiltshire, a future first-round pick, which should be 2018, and plenty of cash considerations. I had a plenty in there. Now, folks wondering, KG, who in the hell is – DeAndre Liggins and Darren Hilliard, who are they? Well, the Rockets had to do some wheeling and dealing. So in addition to picking up Chris Paul from the Clippers, this was, what else they did? They made five separate trades, all for salary cap reasons. We can talk about that later on in, in a full-fledged podcast. But the Rockets acquired forward Ryan Kelly from Atlanta in exchange for cash considerations. The Rockets acquired DeAndre Liggins from Dallas in exchange for cash considerations. The Rockets acquired guard Darren Hilliard from the Pistons in exchange for cash considerations. The Rockets also acquired Sean Long, forward Sean Long from the Philadelphia, in exchange for a future second-round pick and cash considerations. And lastly, the Rockets acquired guard Tim Quarterman from Portland in exchange for cash considerations. <laughs> That's a lot of folks to make that money work, man. That's a lot of folks. So a lot, a lot of stuff had to be go into all these deals, and some of these moves took place, obviously, obviously to get Chris Paul, but some of the other moves were made for future trades, acquisitions, possibly to acquire Paul George from the Pacers or Carmelo Anthony from the Knicks. Some folks say Carmelo wants to buy out the Knicks management after they got rid of Phil Jackson. Today. They mutually agreed to part ways. The Knicks want a trade, not a buyout. Owner James Olin says he's not going to give Carmelo all the money to go away 
and leave the, the Knicks getting nothing in return, so they want to trade. So we'll see if the Rockets can use some of this newly acquired bodies in a trade that the Knicks could agree to to get mellow. Well, what did the wife say? You know, she's been down here already. The, 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 you mean the ex-wife? I'm saying, I'm saying what I said. What is the wife saying? Because the judge ain't said that she ain't ex yet. Well, Lala said a few days ago that Carmelo <laughs> wanted to stay <laughs> close to their son on the East Coast. So we'll see how all that plays yeah, out. I'm being messy. Yeah, you are. You are being messy. Because you know she's been down here once. And she said no. But she said no. I got, and again, I say, if they're separated, she doesn't have much say in where Carmelo goes if Carmelo wants to win a ring. Well, and Chris Paul and Melo are, are boys. They're tight. And this may be, the Rockets may be his best chance for the Knicks to get something of quality in return as opposed to the Cavaliers and Melo getting a chance to win a ring here with the Rockets. So it's, it's out there. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that's one of the possibilities. But, Wildcat, you first. Your thoughts on the Rockets getting Chris Paul? I'm happy. You finally got another point guard. Last time you had a point guard, Kenneth Smith was in charge. I'm going to say it just like that. It's been that long, folks. It's been that long. Doc? You finally got a, you finally got a point guard that'll, take, that'll make decisions. Good one. Now, how they make this work, I don't know, but they better figure it out. Because at least we know one thing for sure. It's going to be released this year for sure. Doc? Now, I guess my next question is, what else is going to get at? I will anything get else, else get at. Oh, Darren Moore is not done. Well, they, no matter about that. Go ahead, Doc. Certainly, uh, they certainly are seeking to try to get something else done. And when I question, that's where I'm going to hold a little reservation from the standpoint that this is one of those deals that it's about the finished product. So certainly this is a significant move, but until they get the final piece of everything coming together, I think it's kind of difficult to say whether this is a uh, – this was a great move or not. So individually, obviously, you get an all-star player, um, but you trade away a defensive stalwart, you know, a defensive first-team player. So you, you kind of rub, take that for what it's worth. But at the end of the day, to me, it's about all the pieces that you're looking to. And so until the next chip is played, that chess matches, you kind of talk about if we want to compare it to a different game. Until that is made, I'm going to hold off reservation. Fair enough. Both of y'all make good points. As a, and I'm, and really, all we can do is say as of today, as of right now, I like the move. I understand. And let's take it from this perspective. Les Alexander loves stars. He loves swinging for the fences. Daryl Moore has said a few times, at press conferences and in print that Golden State is the champion. They raised the bar. They've set the bar, and we need talent and weapons to compete with the Warriors. So we're, that's our goal. That's our objective is to acquire our talent to compete with the Warriors. Getting Chris Paul helps add to that, that uh, agenda. I so agree with I think that's a good move. And, you know, Chris Paul, now he is 32 years old, so he's up there. He's, up, he's past 30, so he's probably yeah. on the downside of his career. He hasn't always played 70-plus games in an 82-game season. So those issues are 
you know, a factor. But one key is with the Rockets making this trade for Chris Paul, is they still have the salary cap exceptions to uh, use to obtain other players, other free agents, or other take on salary in return for a trade. I think they have, I think, um, Dara Moore mentioned this evening at the press conference that the Rockets now have a $11 million trade exception that they can use. So they have a few exceptions they can use in deals to add that other superstar to the mix. And let's be you know clear. Trading Decker, Lou Williams, and Montrez Harold and Patrick Beverly, role players. They didn't give up a superstar to get a superstar. You know, they gave up a star, a starter in Patrick Beverly. But you ask anybody, Chris Paul is better than Patrick Beverly. Oh, yeah. Like I said, and I'm going to stand by this. Last time they had a point guard that made great decisions, Kenneth Smith. That's how long it's been since the Rockets, since the Rockets have had a point guard. Who did you say? Kenny Smith. That's the last time the Rockets had a point guard that I, I was happy with. Okay, you be sure and say that you were happy with. Yeah. And let me throw out a few other things now. Chris Paul. Yeah, he did. But like you said, he said him. He said him. So now let me ask you this. With the Rockets trading for Chris Paul and and Chris Paul not becoming a free agent, he is eligible to sign a five-year, $205 million contract extension with the Rockets. If you're the Rockets, would you do that? That depends. On did you make it to the did you make it to the conference finals? Is that all it takes? A step, a trip to the conference finals means you lose lose to the Warriors. That's all it takes to get him that that kind of money. He gonna resign anyhow. But well, to yeah, the least, I, I, I was gonna say if you make this deal, your plan is to to make that. You're gonna extend it. Your idea of the fact is that you want to extend him to that maximum contract. Now, something might play out where the pieces don't fit together and you change your mind. But at this point, you got to believe that they're looking at providing it with the maximum. What I question. But again, I ask you, like I said, he's 32 years old. Five years, $205 million maximum contract extension. My math, my U of H, HISD math, that's an average of $41 million per season. That's a lot of money. I know that's a lot of money. I, I get that. But you and I, just and all three of us, understand, one, who we're dealing with, Chris Paul. Two, an owner that believes, in, as you just said, star power, because that's the person that's putting the Spanish in the seat. And right now, you know, tickets are going to change. You know, yeah. tickets have kind of been kind of slow. Tickets going to cost more now. <laughs> and they're going to pay. But it, 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 the bottom line is, can you get me a stiff on a promised land with just one just one addition because we don't know what's going to happen with this next one and we don't know where, which direction they're going to go. We hoping we hoping it goes to Paul George, but if it doesn't, you know you, you got to take what you can get. And if you can get to the uh, get to uh, the conference file with with those two and help from others, it might change some things. 
So you want Paul George over Carmelo Anthony? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Why? One is you don't. I don't want two temperamental uh, temperamental players on one squad. I'm talking about Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony. James Harden not temperamental. Apparently, I'm oh, not. All three of because he okay. This this deal get made. Oh yeah, he pushed you for it. No I, you, you, you remember I asked you point blank. Would he is he in a, a, a mentally at a position at a point in his career where he's capable of saying, "Look, go get me some help, go get me some help, please." And apparently, he's at that point in his career because he knows he's getting long in the tooth himself. But right now, it's the Golden State Warriors and nobody else, and nobody else is challenging. Well said. And, but, Doc, are you saying you prefer Carmelo over Paul George in the Rocket uniform? I think it would be intrigued to match up uh, the coach and Carmelo back again. I think that would be intriguing. Carmelo, 33? I, yeah, that's true. I really like the fact that I think Carmelo can also give you some posts. Oh, without a doubt, but is, is that part of the D'Antoni system? That's not what he per- prefers to do, but in the playoffs, you need a little bit of that now. Paul George is 27. Right. He can spread the floor. He can take it to the hole and shoot outside, which is really what I think works more with the system of what the Rockets want to play with. And I think in, when you take this from what they're able to do in the regular season, and you've seen this a little bit in the playoffs. The thing in the playoffs, you need to be able to have the ability to get something in the paint. I mean, it doesn't have to be a lot. So you, I'm going to go with Carmelo because I think he's a little more versatile in that framework. And also I like what Carmelo gives you more on the defensive side, defending some threes and fours. And the way the game is going now, he can even guard you some fives uh, in regards to countering what's going on on the defensive side of the ball. So from that perspective, yes, I'm going to go more aligned with what Carmelo Anthony gets. Right. I know that's not a positive because a lot of people are kind of down on Carmelo, not necessarily what's going on with the New York Knicks. I think they understand that and saw Phil Jackson really was overmatched in terms of what went on. And that experiment is obviously over with the Knicks. That's a whole other story and not really what we're concentrating on tonight and we'll get a chance to talk probably about a little bit about Phil Jackson and New York Knicks uh, in additional podcasts. But in terms of that, I think in a lot of ways, people kind of get rubbed the wrong way with Carmelo. Not all to his own fault. Maybe some of it is. Uh, But with that said, I still think overall game, I think you get a little more with Carmelo Anthony in regards to what you get on the offense and defensive side and the change of speed of the game versus what you get with Paul George. Now, don't get me wrong. If you get Paul George, I'll be ecstatic with the Rockets. I think uh, that either option is not a bad option. You know, looking at basically three all-star type players at this level to go up with what everybody seems to be uh, the Warriors uh, as a championship team that we've seen and kind of running away from the field. But to close that gap, I think if you can pull that 
uh, trade off uh, with to get either one of these players, you're in a better position. And that's why I said earlier, I'm kind of holding off uh, some of my reservation in terms of what's going on with Chris Paul in terms of that is one significant piece to what they're trying to do. And as you eloquently put out there, is all these other trades is to set up with what they really want to do. So I'm intrigued to see how this chess match continues to be played to see whether we're really playing chess or we're playing checkers. Well, I think Darryl Moore is playing chess. And a few other NBA teams, the franchises are still playing checkers. I think, yeah, we see that across the league. I think Golden State is playing more chess. I'm not sure about the Rockets playing chess yet. I think um, he's, he's, lot, he's done a lot, but we've seen this happen before where we think a big move comes in because he brings in a big-name player named Dwight Howard, and it didn't quite work out. So I think we need to slow down a little bit in regards to because he's been able to make these big moves. But with that saying, as I kind of close out on my final thought there with the framework is, I think we'll have to see if this is really, again, uh, the final piece of the puzzle in terms of setting up this significant chess match versus what you've seen the Warriors be able to succinctly put together. I like the moves. Don't get me wrong. I think we have to find everything come together before we can finally say, man, I like what the Rockets put Rocket. on the table. It sounds like you're saying you're not one of those people who believe in the in Daryl I trust mantra. No, I'm I'm certainly not in the <laughs> I trust. There's very few people I put in, in that camp other than you all. Oh, I should say in Mori I trust. Excuse me. Right. You know, I'm 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 one of those camps that you got to show me. As all three of us are. Then I trust. So, I like I, I'm I'm with you. I think it's a good deal for the Rockets right now. They're not done. Free agency starts Friday Central Time at 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. That is July 1st midnight. You know, so we're not far away from that. The NBA offseason has already proven to be more exciting than the NBA playoffs, which had a lot of blowouts and things of that sort. So this is fun. The Rockets will be much more, even more fun to cover this coming season. I'm looking forward to it. But we cannot end the podcast short without letting listeners know how they can find each of you and me as well on the Internet. Okay, you got it first. You can find me online, Facebook, Twitter, TweetDeck, J.L. Woodley Jr., J. Jerry L. Woodley Jr., J.L. Woodley 1, and on SoundCloud, uh, Blogger, Blogspot, YouTube, as AKSV, VCSR, the College Sports Report. That's Yes, you can find me on the social media platforms of Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter at Dr. Kenyatta Cavill. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. Again, that's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. We just released our podcast of our show yesterday. 
check it out. We had a great conversation looking at sport business. We brought in the assistant dean of student affairs from Shenandoah uh, University out of the Virginia area. Professor has worked a lot of work with me, a lot of projects with me, and has kind of expanded where I could get things done across the nation and across the world for that matter. But he is a specialist in looking at marketing from a sporting context as well as brand and vertical extension. So he talks about that and breaks down uh, how that works in regards to maybe extending athletics at HBCUs, particularly Prairie View, Texas Southern, looking at the diversity of Houston and creating men's soccer program at both institutions, while that may be important. So that's something that you want to check out. He also gets into discussion that many of us have been talking about a little bit the last couple of weeks where we talked about uh, the SWAC championship game being canceled after 2017 and 2018. So he goes in and talks a little bit about that in regards to also marketing and brand extension, why that is a tough move to make when you look at it from that context. So that was pretty good. And then one of our students, Angel Corona, was on there of Texas Southern University talking about the Ghana and Mexico matchup. So intriguing podcast. I think you enjoyed it. Check it out. We released it uh, this morning. You can find it on Facebook as well as Instagram or go directly to SoundCloud at Dr. Mills inside HBCU Sports Lab. That's basically you can catch up with all the latest and greatest from me. Appreciate it. And I'm KG of the Houston Round Ball Review, HoustonRoundBallReview.com. Houston Round Ball Review on YouTube and Instagram. Twitter, you can catch me at The HR Review. Our podcasts are available, and now our podcast shorts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pod Directory, and, and all the other pod platforms, as well as our Facebook page, the KG Fifthwood Wildcat and Doc Facebook page. I got my own Houston Round Ball Review Facebook page. So there's lots of different ways you can interact with us and connect with us and comment with us to share your thoughts with us. Got some interesting comments from people on my YouTube channel from last week's Daryl Moore press conference after the draft. I want to wrap it up with one thing, gentlemen. Today marks the one-year anniversary of the passing of Icon Pat Summit. So there's been numerous articles and people sharing their thoughts and tributes to how much Coach Summit influenced them. So I just wanted to acknowledge that um, today is the anniversary of her, of her death and how much impact he's had on women's athletics and sports in general. This is also the what, 45th year anniversary of Title IX and how important it is to women in all of us, honestly, because we have women in our lives. You, you, if, I, if you don't, shame on you. So rest in peace, Coach Summit. All three of us will be in Indianapolis at NCAA headquarters in August for the NCAA Media Mock Selection. All three of us will be in Columbus for the 2018 Women's Final Four. So just those two things alone, you can see how – Indirectly, Pat Summit has had an impact on each of our lives. So I just want to wrap it up and say 
We will never forget her and how she's touched all of us in even the smallest detail. Gentlemen, thank you for your time. Thank you for your insight. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this KG Fifth World Wildcat and Doc podcast short. Going to wrap it up as I always do. In conclusion, be true, be cool, and do more.